Okay, let's continue with Hilchas Pesach. Tav Nun Bet. Zman Hagalas Akelim. When to do a Galas Akelim. So, Aleph. Yesh Lizaher Lagil Kodem Sha'ach Hamishit. So he says, the best ideal is to definitely do a Hagalas Akelim before Pesach. Um, Erev Pesach, the latest is Erev Pesach up until the uh, beginning of the fifth hour or the end of the fourth hour. Right? Or obviously any day before that. So that this way you avoid um, more issues. Because before you reach the fifth hour, we're talking about either, it's again, it's a machoket of a terabala or a surabala, we learned this, but um, you could be somech on terabala. And that's what, in, in this siman, he's being made like a terabala. We're going to see some machronim. Uh, don't understand if he holds Isura Bala. But anyway, the point, it's a Machloka Rishonim. So, depending on the circumstances, one can pick, uh, Maran can pick which way to the Paschal. So, anyways, so that's why you avoid certain issues if it's Izmana Terabala and it could be Batal Bamasha, we'll explain. So you don't have to make sure if the kelim were last used with chametz within 24 hours or not. Or then you don't have to worry so much if the kli that you're kashering in, in the walls are 60 times the amount of the water or the pot that you're using and you can have other issues. So this way, you don't have to worry about it being batal b'shishim because again, it's all being done Early before, while well, it's still the zman of heter achila, v'chein. Even though it's darabanan level, but at this moment, but that's still still yisur abala if it's any darabanan. V'chein imagil kelim shebliyatan muetet im kelim shebliyatan meruba, and also then you can they don't have to worry about it. you can be magil kelim uh, all kinds of kelim. It doesn't matter how much they absorb and don't absorb. And also, there could be issues if you leave your kalium in the hot water for too long. Um, one second. Yeah. So in other words, you um, yeah. if you leave it in there for too long, what happens? Uh, it can reabsorb back in. And therefore, and then you don't have to necessarily be as careful that the water stays completely boiling hot. Okay, because all the chashashas are afraid that you're going to get um, when you kosher when you kosher the kelim with hagala, chametz can come out of the kli that you're koshering, goes into the water, and then it can go back inside. And so, again, if you know for sure it's notein tam, and you know for sure it's batol b'shishim, then it's less of it. Then it's not, doesn't really matter mikra uh, din. But this way, you don't you, can, you don't have to worry so much, and less chances or option uh, opportunities for mistakes. So therefore, we kosher it early in the morning, or obviously the day before. Okay. Um, some of the poskim point out, or poskim, our Hashulchan Chazanish point out that when we that the difference here in particular, why the Machaber is Mekel and considering it heterabala, is because we're not talking about um, food that gave off flavor. 
real chametz that gave off flavor into a kli is a lot more uh, powerful and potent. So there, Ramachmer to say Yisura Bala. And here, this is like no tam, no bar no tam. It's like secondary through kaling. The blia went from food into one kli, and then later it goes from that kli into the water, into another kli, and it becomes a very weak um, uh, absorption power, and therefore the Shulchan Aruch is and just for this halacha, even Lachadchila, he con- considers it heterabala. There are some where machmer, of course. Haga, uh, the pre Chadash is uh, you know, for one. Haga, Okay, now, the Ramah writes that some argue and say, no, the water must be boiling hot, and Again, the, many of the Farshim question the, the Ramah, saying the Shulchan Aruch also says that the water must be boiling hot. So, okay, we'll leave that as a question. So anyways, whenever you kasher with Hagala, we make sure that the water is boiling hot. Okay. Al-Kain, yesh lizar, afilu kodem zman yisrush anucho retichatan kol zman shemagil. And so therefore... All the time that you're koshering it, you make sure it stays, stays very hot, a boiling hot. And you don't start doing hagalas kelim until the water, until the water boils. Yeah, you don't have to kasha the pot that you're doing the kasha. Yeah. If you do it before, there you go. As long as you're doing it before the fifth hour, you don't have to worry about kashering your pot. Okay. Now, if you didn't do hagala before the zman in other words, before the fifth hour, you're still able to do hagala the rest of the day. But it's still chametz v'mashu ve'eno mo'il hagala shechozer. Once chametz, once Pesach starts, then that's when chametz is aser v'mashu, and then it doesn't help to do any kind of hagala, but there's always a tiny amount of chametz in that water. Shechozer ubolea, and it goes back inside. Okay, um, and here we're talking about if it's a ben yomo. But uh, if it's an Eino Ben Yomo, strictly speaking, according to Shulchan Aruch, you could kasher it, and according to the Ramah, you still can't. Aval, mutar l'aben kli toch ha-Pesach. But you are allowed to, according to, even according to the Ramah, you are allowed to burn kelim, yidulibun, on Pesach itself. There's nothing going back and forth, backwards. That's Oser B'mashu. And if you do a gala after the sixth hour, you have to be machmer for all the things we worried about, that it's Eino Ben Yomo, that it's Batel B'shishim, everything else. And then you don't have to necessarily, you don't have to be as strict if it's before uh, in the morning. Okay, bet. So one should be machmer, to be careful, not to at the same time do a galas kelim with kelim that are both, some that are meat and some that are milchak at the same time. 
Unless you know that one of them is not a benyomo, then it's not going to it's not going to be a problem. Okay. Um, right. According to the Rama in Yaradeya, even by the Evid, uh, it's Esther to do this. Um, okay. Anyway, so that's the din. Kol shekain kli shel iser, and certainly if it's a kli shel iser, all right, the the. the the Yesh Lizar is going on Basar Bachala because it's a Terabala. Alkain Nagush Lulahagil Shum Kli Ben Yomo. And therefore, keep things simple. We never do Hagala. Obviously, there's extenuating circumstances, but otherwise, we never do Hagala unless we wait for it to not be a Ben Yomo. We always wait for 24 hours to go by and we avoid problems. Okay. So both, um, right? So both for for basar b'chala, for iser, and for chametz and pesach, we always lechadchila wait for twenty four hours to pass. Okay, gimel, and that uh, the kafachayim agrees with the rama. Gimel, lo yaniach kelim harbe letoch kli v'agilim yachad im nogim ze baze. So here he writes, you should not whenever you're doing hagalas kelim. You should not throw in a bunch of kalim touching uh, at the same time. You should just throw in one at a time. You can take them out together. Like if you have some kind of a net or some kind of a, um, a big uh, big metal or some kind of a big clee that has holes with the water going through. So all the water at the same time is the same boiling temperature then uh, to dip it in. So then, all right, we're... Um, I'm sure most of us are used to seeing this by Tevilas Kalim. They have such such ideas, uh, Kalim. So you can dip. So even though by Tevilas Kalim, it's okay to put them in all at the same time. Maybe just shake a little bit, just because once the water is there, it'll get through. But when it comes to koshering, it's um, we don't want the Kalim to be touching each other, and uh, and then therefore the boiling hot water does not get in between all the spots. Right? The weight, of the, especially with the weight of the kalim, it doesn't necessarily allow on all spots for the boiling hot water to get through. So I know I've seen, so I've seen some that are not makpid, and I've seen uh, some right that you need to be makpid. So I don't know, ask your rav. But uh, this, you're right. I have seen when they're not. Some are not makpid, but this is. Uh, Okay, I'm not sure the answer on that one. But I did see that some say if you shake it carefully, and if you don't do a lot of utensils at the same time, and you do shake it carefully, um, it's safe to say, or they, they say it's safe to say that the boiling hot water will get in between. So there is, um, okay. I guess it also depends how many kalium. Um, okay, it's not a, it's not a, it's not as necessarily as black and white halacha, even in uh, uh, right. It's uh, it's a recommendation in Gimel, but uh, obviously uh, a strong recommendation. Dalit im magil bitzvat yigalgel hakli, and if you're using tongs to dip in your dishes for hagalas kelim, you have to make sure you move around your tongues from one spot to another because wherever your tongues are touching. It's not going to get kosher. In that space where the tongue is touching, 
the hot water is not able to pull out the chametz in that spot. So again, it's the same concept of having uh, dishes touching if you put them all in together. But again, it depends if you shake them and how many dishes at the same time and if they're tight and loose. Uh, again, by Tzviyos Kalim, it's definitely more makil because the whole, con- there's the whole concept of hashaka and just needs to be moist and then it, we say all the water connects. But um, by here, you actually need boiling hot water to be properly touching uh, all, all spots at all times. Okay. Hey. You can never do Hagala with hot water springs. It doesn't matter how hot it is. Because the fire doesn't come from, uh, sorry, the heat of the hot water. The hot water doesn't come from heat from fire, which is how it became not kosher. The same way it goes in, it has to go out. So if it went in through fire heat, it has to come out through fire heat. Not, um, okay. So whatever, we just said that. Um, so it has to be the, the same source as well. Okay. Haga mil im nishtamishpo rak b'mei teveria magilo vahen. However, if it, you never cooked with it on a flame, you always cooked with it with the hot springs, so that's how it became treif. So then it's for sure you're allowed to use chamei teveria or chamei stick, whatever. Then you for sure can use chamei teveria for those dishes because they were only used with chamei teveria. They were never u- heated up by fire. Okay. And in here, the Ramah writes, you only use plain water to kosher. Not anything else. No other liquids. But if you did Hagala with other liquids, we say it works. Right? There's a concept that perhaps only plain water, when it's boiling, can pull out what's in there. But once you have other ingredients in the water, it affects the uh, potency of the water to pull things out. Okay. Im magil. One second. Uh, yeah. So I, I think it's mentioned in the Mishnah Bura that some use some kind of afer or soap, and it's not recommended. Or if you're going to use it, you can clean it with soap or whatever you want with soap, and then um, spill it out, and then do it again with plain with plain water. Okay. And if you're doing so many agalas kelim and now the water becomes, I don't know, I'm not exactly sure how to translate this, um, I, don't, I don't know, some kind of a sauce or very discolored or dirty, thick, okay, thick, um, okay, fine. You can't use that water anymore. I'm not sure what that means exactly because uh, I've never seen water turn thick from a galus But maybe if it was dirty, good dishes. But they need to be clean first. Anyways, Lamaisa, it needs to look like clean water. Uh huh. So someone's saying if you use silver, it's more common. Okay. So I guess the question is in how how dirty or how not clear. So it's okay. Uh, question. Vav. Um, um, let's say you have a kli, it's too big to put inside a pot to kasher. You have one big pot for kasher and you have another big pot. What do you do? 
you can't get it in 100% inside. So what do you do? You use some kind of, uh, you build, I don't know, some kind of, you can use clay or some kind of a material. Uh, you obviously can't, if you're for Pesach, obviously you can't be using dough. But you can, you have to build some kind of a lip on the outside, not on top of the lip of the kli, on the outside of the lip, below the lip. Um, just below, just on the outside, and have it go all the way around, and then it has to go, you know, build it up vertically. So that this way, what you're basically doing is, um, you can be able to. Now you're going to be able to. Here, let's keep reading. Uh, so now, because you added this lip from the outside but not touching the top of the lip of the kli itself. It has to be right next to it on the outside because the top of the... You also need a kasher, the top of the kli itself, the lip itself, the top of the lip. So now you're able to... It basically extends and raises the walls. So now you can fill it up completely and it's overflowing over your 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 pot that you're trying to kasher. And it overflows and the water stays in there because you created this extra external lip and now you can boil it, no problem. Or you can even rotachat or lapid ish, or all you or via shechelatoch the other roteach, or you just take this regular pot without building this extra thing. You fill it to the top, to the rim. Obviously, the lips is is not getting kashered yet, but you fill it up to the to the lip, to the rim, and then you drop in boiling uh, uh, boiling hot um, stone inside, and then that makes it overflow. And then the boiling hot water, right, it keeps it at that same temperature, and it's, right, you can't, if you just keep pouring water into the pot, then it's going to be a level of iroi. So this way, it's on the fire, and you're using um, a boiling hot coal or a stone, and therefore it keeps it to the same level of hagala, and it, that's what makes it overflow, and that's how you do that. Zai. Right, and neither of them, you don't, don't need to. Cover to. The lip. You're allowed to cover the, the current lip. You just need to get all the way up to the side. No, no, no. The, the first case is you have to build it outside the lip. Outside the lip. Yeah, the Mishnah says that also. He's not the only one, but just to clarify. But so you need to inside and the lip. You have to kasher, right. Basically, Hagala needs to work 100% for the inside and the lip. And the outside... Uh, you don't cook on the outside and things don't transfer pour, from the outside. You pour over the lip, but you, all your, all your, uh, the Haggalah is only 100% effective on the inside and the lip itself, and the whole rim. Zayin. Let's do Zayin. Noagim. Lishtof hakli b'mayim karim achar Haggalah miyad. And then the minang is, immediately after you take it out of, um, the pot, when you're doing Hagala in the pot, immediately you, you now you, uh, you dip it in cold water. Um, or you just, or you rinse it off, whatever, or you rinse it off, whatever is more, uh, which is easier. And the point is, because, uh, again, this is a din lechatchila, but the it's okay. But the, the idea is, the hot water that you're in pulled out, when you did Hagala, the hot water pulls out the chametz, now that chametz is some of that chametz. Again, it's it is a mashu, but it's still there. That's why you want to do it early before Pesach. 
and it's floating around in that water. And now that water, when you pull out your kalim, some of that chametz belua water has is, is is hot on your kli. And we're afraid if you leave it like there, again, it's unclear exactly how long, but if you leave it there, it could theoretically go back inside your kli. So you don't want to let that chametz, uh, the hot water, sit there, and you just rinse it off. And then this way, immediately, and then this way, the hot water doesn't have a chance to put the balua back inside. Okay. Okay, Tavnun Gimel. Let's get started. Dine Achitu Mechiratam Lamatzat. So we're going to begin now, um, about the, some of the different ingredients for, 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 uh, we'll start with, um, for matzah. What you could use for matzah. Aleph. Elu devarim shiotzim behemidei chuvat matzah. These are the things that you could be yotze with to eat the mitzvah of matzah. Certainly for the first night. And um, again, this famous machoket, is there a, a mitzvah for all seven days to eat, um, to eat matzah or not? But whenever there's a mitzvah of eating matzah, then you can be yotze the mitzvah with chitim, v'sorim, v'chusmin, shibolet shual, v'shifon. Right, so that's wheat, um, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. And what do we use for matzah, for the mitzvah, is we use wheat. Why? Because that's what we enjoy most, and so therefore there is hitter mitzvah, um, since that's what we enjoy more. But you cannot use... For matzah, to be yotzei the mitzvah of matzah, you cannot use rice and you can't use um, legumes or any kind of uh, beans, etc. Vegam, and Mishnah Bura points out, I mean, Dabiyadua from Shas, it also includes dochan or millet. This also cannot be used for matzah. Vegam, enam ba'im chimutz. Not only that, all these, anything besides the five grains. We mentioned the five grains. That, you know, that's what we say, Amotzion, that's uh, what we uh, we could use for, for, for matzah. Anything else cannot, can never possibly ferment halachically and can never become chametz. And therefore the, shuch, the Shulchan Aruch writes, right, and because and in order to be yotze the mitzvah of matzah, you can only be yotze with a mitzvah of matzah if it's an ingredient that can become chametz midaraisa. And, now, and therefore the Shulchan Aruch continues, Umutar You can take fresh rice or, or leg kidneys and you can cook with them on Pesach and eat them on Pesach. Because there's no problem. Okay? Haga, Vyesh Osrim, and we all know the Minag of Ashkenazim, Minag of Ashkenazim, Lachmer, Vein Lashanas. And that's the Minag, and we don't change that. Minagashkinaz is not to allow rice and kidneys, and a, 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 the basic main reasons for this, uh, again, there's different thoughts, but um, how the minag started exactly and why. Um, one of the main reasons is because uh, it used to be that uh, some of the grains, whether they're full kernels or just flour, they were stored relatively together. And they can get mixed up. And when you think you're taking only kidneys or rice, and you're cooking it, and then it turns out there could have been a grain, uh, a kernel, or some flour from wheat mixed in, and you're actually making chametz. So, so to avoid, apparently that was 
um, on some level common in those days, so therefore they made such xera, um, or, or a minag, whatever. And another reason given is because if people were to start making bread made out of uh, rice or other uh, legumes, so then people might think, oh, if you're, they don't realize that it's rice bread, and they might think it's some kind of one of the five grains. Maybe they'll assume oats are okay, for example. And they might start making real chametz. So whatever, um, okay. A little bit. Yeah, the Bira Lacha quotes another reason. He says, sometimes one of the five grains, if it doesn't grow properly in a particular year, it could actually look like kidneys. And therefore, a person will say, oh, of course, this is kidneys. And, and use it. But it's mamish, chita, or whatever one of the grains are. So again, uh, it's unclear exactly, but um, that's definitely the, uh, the minag to avoid Okay, any kind of uh, chametz on Pesach. And this applies even on the eighth day of Pesach in Chutzlaretz. Mil, pashut enosrim b'dyeved im naflut ha'chatavshel. But the Ramah points out that even if you have by mistake um, some kind of kidneys and rice fall into your into your food, your 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 uh, Pesach food, and you don't have to worry. The top shell is 100% uh, kosher. Okay? Uh, okay. So, so obviously the kalim are not an issue. You know, if you go to your Sephardic uh, friends, you're even allowed to use them. Right? If, if they, you can make oils from these kidneys and you can use them. And there's no isra hana, vein osrin, inafu letoch, a tafshil, and it doesn't ulcer your tafshil, v'chein mutar lahashim nekinim abayit, and you're allowed to own them. You're allowed to own them, you don't have to, you definitely don't have to sell them, it's, a, it's clear. No machlokas v'zera, akliza, v'anis, v'elender, so I don't know, it could be dil, depends how you want to translate, it could be dil, it could be anis, maybe coriander, so any of these things, in a minute, kidneys, these are not kidneys, and what you're looking at, can near early, no problem. Okay, we'll stop.